My name is David J. Harris, Jr. Join me and millions of Americans around the country as we embrace liberty and freedom. This is the David J. Harris, Jr. Show. TGIM, my friends, TGIM, thank God it is Monday. You know what's important about that is that we have to remember to thank God that we do live in the greatest country in the history of the world. Yes, the United States of America, friends, we've got to be thankful that we live here. We've got to be thankful for every day that we're given, be thankful for our friends and our family, especially, especially when I have to break down the news like I'm going to break down to you today. Thank you all so, so much for choosing to spend a little bit of your day with this brother right here. Uh, they are coming after me. I, I can't even tell you what's going on behind the scenes. What I can tell you is a special thank you to all of you that have subscribed to me via text. There are articles that we cannot publish on social media because they will take me down. There are things I can't say on social media for the same exact reasons. But there's messages that I want to get out to you, and I'm doing that via my text alert blast, mainly also my email blast. My text is the main way I'm going to be able to communicate with all of you. So if you have not already, please send a message to 53445. Send the message David, just David, just my name, just my first name, nothing else. Send just the message David to 53445, and you'll be on my text blast alert. I've got an article that everybody needs to see, that the country needs to see, that you need to see, and that your friends and family need to see, that I'm going to be pushing out via that text alert, I believe, later this evening. It's something else to just shed light on this whole pandemic, this apparent scandal. Again, I got you got to say alleged scandal uh, of this pandemic. And, and really, the scandal is what it's done to so many millions and millions of Americans. It's absolutely just gross. It's it's grotesque. It is disgusting how this virus, this China virus, I guess now you're not even supposed to call it that, even though it's been published in pretty much every news outlet, or at least initially it was, because it came from China. Why can't you say China virus? It came from China, came from uh, Wuhan. And, and again, more evidence is coming to light that points directly to that lab over there in Wuhan. Uh, but Again, information like that and some of the deep stuff that I want to make sure we get out to you, the people, because they're trying to silence all of us. Uh, they're trying to silence me. I'm going to be able to do that if you're on my text blast alert. So once again, send a text to 53445 and just send the message, David. That's it. Just my first name. So God bless you guys for being here with me today. Thank you so, so much for choosing to tune in and spend a little bit of your day with this brother right here. How many of you, of you are missing Kaylee McEnany yet? Are you missing Kaylee? I got to tell you, friends, I don't know what Joe Biden or his team. Well, really, it speaks volumes as to who, how Joe Biden thinks to have uh, Jen Paskey representing him uh, at the podium. She just does not seem to uh, have anything else to say other than I'll circle back. Any, anything that's actually pertinent to what the American people want to know. What the American people want to know, what's important to the American people, well, it's I'm going to circle back or I'm going to deflect or I'm just going to say that uh, it's coming down the road. Uh, this is just one case in point, and I've got a video to show you as well. And then later on, you're not going to want to miss uh, the emails that have been exposed, what the left is trying to do with this impeachment, what the state of New York is trying to do to President Trump over this impeachment. Uh, and uh, I got a few other videos that I think you're going to enjoy as well. But when do they when do they get their green jobs? It should be a simple, easy question. It should be a question that anybody wants to know, especially for all of the thousands 
of individuals that are looking to uh, that are losing their job, already lost their job, are going to lose their job. Fox News. Finally, we've got somebody that's actually asking the tough questions. Peter Ducci. Uh, he says uh, he asked a question. There we go. I'm in there now. He asked a question. When are these energy jobs? These energy jobs going to come to be fruition? When are the people that are getting laid off that are losing work, losing employment, losing the ability for them to provide their, for their families? When are they going to have? The opportunity to get one of these green jobs that Joe Biden promised were coming should be a very simple, very easy question. Uh, White House knew White House poor in my 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 book, a spokesperson, but I think actually kind of uh, embodies Joe Biden perfectly. Paskey got angry on Monday when Fox News journalist Peter Ducci uh, asked her when the green jobs would be available to put the oil workers uh, to put the oil workers back to work. This is nothing new. We heard the same thing in 2009, uh, then all the way through the Obama era. Oh, it's coming, it's coming. Uh, all these promises that Joe Biden made, uh, is, has made, tried to make, made during, the, uh, during his campaign, of which, again, I've got to tell you, in my uh, humble opinion, which Joe Biden getting booed at the Super Bowl, yes, I'm going to bring that video to you as well in just a minute. But uh, there's absolutely no plan. He said he had a plan. He doesn't have any plan. But here is uh, here is uh, Jen Paskey getting asked. And uh, my new way to show you these videos, I can pause it now. It's an insight. It's, it's nice for me. But here's uh, pa- here's Pensky, uh, Pat pa- Saki, Jen Saki, excuse me, uh, trying to answer what should be a very simple question. Jen, I do have a question on building, but first on energy. When is it that the Biden administration is going to let the thousands of uh, fossil fuel industry workers, whether it's pipeline workers or construction workers, who are either out of work or will soon be out of work because of a Biden EO, uh, when it is and where it is that they can go for their green job? And that is something the administration has promised. Uh, There is now a gap. So I'm just curious when that happens, when those people can count on that. Should be a very straightforward question, right? It is a straightforward question. Green jobs were promoted. Is there going to be coming in the millions? Apparently, uh, there's going to be plenty of work. Anytime anybody asks a question about these oil pipeline workers, these individuals that are losing their livelihoods, when are they going to have an opportunity to get a job? Here is, I think, what we should expect from, and I've said this before, I don't think it's going to be too long before they stop holding these press briefings. Uh, but here's classic, classic Democrat talking points when you don't have an answer that the American people want to hear, uh, this is uh, is what you do. Well, I'd certainly welcome you to present your data of all the thousands and thousands of people who uh, won't be getting a green job. Maybe next time you're here, you can well, present no, that. But you said that they would be getting green jobs, so I'm just asking when that happens. Uh, Richard Trumka, who is a friend, longtime friend mm-hmm. of Joe Biden, says about that day one Keystone EO, he says, I wish he, the president, had paired that more carefully with the thing that he did second by saying, here's where we are creating the jobs. So there's partial evidence from Richard Trumka. Well, you didn't include all of his interview. Would you like to include the rest? So so how about this? Uh, Okay, so instead of answering anything, she obviously has nothing to answer, nothing to say. She's just going to continue to push it back uh, on Ducci and basically say, okay, you, why don't you give me the specifics? They don't have any answers. She's trying to think of what to come up with. She doesn't have anything in her booklet because they don't have a plan. Friends, they don't have a plan. They don't have anything. Let's get to what she has to say uh, because it's just ridiculous. The Laborers International Union of North America said the Keystone decision will cost 
1,000 existing union jobs and 10,000 projected construction jobs. Well, what Mr. Trump also indicated in the same interview was that President Biden has proposed a climate plan with transformative investments in infrastructure and laid out a plan that will not only create millions of good union jobs, but also help tackle the climate crisis. And as the president has indicated when he gave his primetime address uh, to talk about the American Rescue Plan, he talked about his plans to also put forward a jobs plan uh, in the in the weeks or months following and he has every plan to do exactly that so he's got every plan to do exactly that uh but we're not going to hear about any of those details let me give you some of the details because i think that what we're going to see from the biden administration as long as we have to endure it is going to be about an obama 2.0 it's really obama 3.0 it's really a it's really a, a an extension of what obama did how he operated biden was his vp obviously we all know that so let's look at some of the absolutely failed promises that obama gave the american people that turned out to be absolutely disastrous you can get this at davidharrisjr.com i'm bringing you this article uh, right now, absolutely big fail. Solar Trust of America, huge fail promoted by the Obama campaign. Uh, uh, Obama presidency is something that was supposed to create a lot of jobs, especially in the, the green kind of jobs that we're talking about. Failed. They filed bankruptcy in, in uh, Oakland in 2012. Bright Source, another fail. Bright Source warned Obama's energy department officials in March of 2011 that delays in approving a $1.6 billion U.S. loan guarantee would embarrass the White House and force a, force a solar energy company to close. Bright Source lost billions of dollars, but is getting more money to keep trying. Can you say this isn't working, Mr. President? Solyndra. How many of you remember Solyndra? We can't forget Cylinder was an absolutely huge fail, again, at the hands of uh, Obama. LSP Energy, another fail. Energy conser- con- uh, con- conversion devices, another fail. Uh, Abound Solar, another fail. Sun Power, another fail. Beacon Power, another fail. Ecotality, another fail. We could go on and on and on with all these supposed apparent green jobs that are going to be growing out of our orifice, all of our orifices. Uh, that are going to provide work for American people to pay their stinking bills and take care of their family. We can look at the history and see that nothing came of it. So much corruption. So many companies filed bankruptcy after getting billions of dollars, and then they're just gone. But meanwhile, right now, today, there are American workers that want to work, that were working, thanks to President Donald J. Trump, that were be able to, being able to provide a good life for their family and protect their family and grow their family. And now they're out of a job. And all Paskey has to say, uh, all she has to say is, well, it's coming. It's coming. Uh, don't worry about it. Uh, it's uh, it's coming. And they have no plan, period. They have no plan. That's all they've got. All right, let's get over to this. I, I want to look at this because this is just absolutely something that to me is pretty disgusting. But again, it's something that I think we should very, we, you got to pay attention to the writing that's on the wall, friends. You've got to pay attention to the writing that's on the wall. You've got to understand what their agenda is. There is an agenda in this country by individuals that are in charge, that are in positions, high positions of authority that we've elected and some that we didn't elect that are still sitting in those positions. If you hear what I'm saying, you can read and listen between the lines. There's no way Joe Biden got 80 million votes and then got booed at the Super Bowl yesterday. Are you stinking kidding me? No, it's not just because it was in Florida. That doesn't happen unless there's a consensus. But I'm going to bring you that clip in just a minute. But this right here, Pledge of Allegiance, 
uh, should be something that every American, especially a representative of us Americans, should be okay with. Well, my 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 good friend uh, uh, re- asked a very specific question. He said, "Hey, can we have the Pledge of Allegiance read at the beginning of these meetings? It should be something that brings us together, that unites us." Well, Nadler refuses to recite the Pledge of Allegiance, and not only that, he said it's unnecessary. You get this at djhjmedia.com. Hopefully it's you've bookmarked that to get a lot of the news that you're not going to get from the mainstream media. Democrats are making a lot of noise about supporters of President Donald Trump being insurrectionists and traitors. That's what we apparently are. So it's fitting to discuss their habit of referring to our system of government improperly as a democracy and not a constitutional republic. They want to shred the Constitution, and I believe they will at every single chance they get. Uh, in this video, my good friend Matt Gates gives something, offers something up that I think is very, very, uh, uh, ex- it should be accepted. It should have been It should have been praised. It should have been applauded. Yes, let's try to find the things that bind us all, the commonalities that we should all have, respect for our country, respect for our flag, respect for our Constitution, and respect for the Pledge of Allegiance. Let's do that. Let's do that together. You Democrats and you Democrats in office and any American that apparently the at least 60 million, it sounds like, which to me is still just, that shows you right there how absolutely massive the mainstream media's propaganda machine was to get 60 million people to vote. Well, apparently the real numbers are 80 million. That's what we're supposed to believe. That's what I've got to at least share, that those are supposed to be apparently, allegedly, the real numbers. Again, him getting booed at the at the uh, Super Bowl speaks a little bit differently. But here's Mad Gates asking something very. It should be very, very simple. Should be very something easy. Something that every politician that was elected to serve and represent us, the American people, their their constituents, should be okay with. But listen to what Nadler has to say at the end. Chairman, and I uh, want to extend a welcome to the new committee members. I'm grateful to be back on this August committee, and I understand and appreciate the significance and importance of the work that we do. And I just think it would be nice if in the spirit of national unity and national pride, which I know we all aspire to do to a greater extent, that at the beginning of each meeting, the chair or one of the designees of the chair would have the opportunity to lead us in the Pledge of Allegiance. We're all aware that in these times, uh, it's important for the country to see members of Congress working together on some things. And while I know that we can deal with divisive issues in the committee, Uh, It would be my hope that we could start every committee with a great, unifying, patriotic moment. I yield back. Uh, The gentleman yields back. Uh, I recognize myself to speak in opposition to the amendment. Um, It's unnecessary. It's unnecessary. Our elected leaders in Congress, it's unnecessary to recite the Pledge of Allegiance as a sign of unity, as a sign of wanting to come together as a country? It's unnecessary. You, Nadler, are unnecessary. You, Schumer, are unnecessary. Pelosi, so many of you are unnecessary. And oh, how I hope and pray that the constituents in your areas wake up and realize exactly how unnecessary you are and vote your butts out. You don't represent us. You don't represent the American people. You don't even, it doesn't even seem like you want to represent America. I don't think you do, actually. I think a lot of people got their hands in that Chinese Communist Party cookie jar and are getting paid on the back end. My personal belief is what I think. It's kind of some of the stuff I'll say when if you, if you subscribe to my text blast, I'll break that down in more detail. And I'm having guests 
to come on to expose the exact same thing I'm talking about, the connections behind the scenes that put these people in power, that use and abuse their power, and uh, and we, the American people, are then just sit here to the left to hope that somebody has our back. Well, some people do have our back. I'm going to show you uh, a video of somebody that absolutely has our back. But in the meantime, we've got to deal with every single day. We've got to deal with and pay attention to what's going on. We've got to know the truth of what's actually taking place because the mainstream media, the propaganda, big tech machines that are hard at work to silence voices like mine, anybody that opposes their narrative and their point of view, well, they're going to they're going to do their damnedest to take us out. Uh, and again, that's why I can't say it enough for you guys that appreciate what I bring. Text David, my name, to 53445 to get on my text blast alert. And you'll get the stuff that I just can't say here. You'll get the articles that I just can't post because the, it, it would just be I'll take I'll I'll take it as an opportunity and be thankful for every time I'm able to bring you guys the news and bring you guys videos uh, until you know, and again, when I'm gone, if you're on my text alert, you'll you'll know where I'm at. So let's get over to this. Let's go back to this. The impeachment trial is is starting tomorrow for President Donald Trump. Uh, basically, over him inciting, it was Donald Trump that incited this insurrection that took place at the White House. This angry mob of of people that were black and white and yellow and every color in the book. There were LGBT there. There were straight there. Uh, I know because I was there with all of them. I wasn't at the Capitol, though. Thank God I actually did not go to the Capitol because they are trying to throw the book at anybody that's been vocal, that has a platform that was at the Capitol, like my good friend Brandon Strzok. But I did not go to the Capitol. I was at the White House on the grass, heard the president speak, went back to my hotel, turned on the TV, and then watched everything unfold. But for those that did go to the Capitol... They are trying to do whatever they can to label these people as absolute terrorists, and they're blaming President Donald Trump for it. Now, in the, the members of Congress, how they are reacting and responding to this is just they they got to be going for an Emmy. Friends, they've got to be going for an Emmy. This woman right here, this Congresswoman right here, she has to be going for an Emmy in her appeal to impeach Donald Trump and they're throwing every single one of us that support him under the bus. She had to be going for an Emmy with this one. What happened on January 6th, all I could do is thank Allah that I was. Thank who? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay if you're in Congress. Don't talk about Jesus, but we're going to push Allah on you as much as possible. Uh, in case you missed that, I'll back that up so you can make sure you hear it again real nice and clear. And then let's, I'll go full screen so you can get this full uh, award winning emmy performance so what happened on january 6th all i could do is thank allah that i wasn't here i felt overwhelming relief wait 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 i gotta go back here did you hear that she she wasn't even there <laughs> i had to thank i had to thank allah i wasn't there no disrespect to any of my muslims brothers and sisters out there that, that have their heads on straight and that understand that you know they support the president a lot of them support yeshua uh but uh I, i'm i'm laughing at the fact that she wasn't even there it's aoc 2.0 it's probably why they pulled aoc out of the shot because aoc already got caught lying saying she was hiding and in, in fear for her life inside her office when her office was like a block and a half away from the Capitol Dome. She wasn't even there. This woman wasn't even there, yet she wants to continue to just go for that Emmy. And I feel bad for Alexandria, so many of my colleagues that were here. 
But as I saw it, I thought to myself, thank God, I'm not there. I saw the images that they didn't get to see until later. My team and I decided at that point, we'd keep the death threats away. We'd try to report them, document them, to keep them away from me. There she went. Did you see that? AOC stepped out. She's like, I need to get out of this shot. I'm already, I'm already been put on blast for lying about where I was at and who was at my door. Oh, it was, it was the White House uh, police that were actually making sure I was okay. Uh, so she stepped out of the shot. Let's go back. <laughs> because it just paralyzed me, and all go I that to girl. was come here and serve the people that raised me. The people that told my mother, who only had eighth grade education, that she deserves human dignity. People that believed in me. And so it's hard. It's hard when my son- It's hard to watch. I'm sorry. That is just too hard to watch. I can't even watch any more of that. But this right here, friends, is what they think they need to do in order to, again, paint all of us that supported Donald Trump and still support President Donald Trump as terrorists. This is what they've got to do. They've got to put their acting boots on. They've got to put their big sob story eyeballs out there. And they got to hope that it goes viral on social media so that all the unwoke or really woke, they think they're woke, Americans feel the pain and have remorse for all these Congress women and men that were just terrified when they weren't even there just so that they can impeach Donald Trump, which isn't going to happen. Let me just tell you, it's not going to happen. I, I've got some, I got two cents. I'm going to tell you about this impeachment trial that I really hope happens. I, they probably wouldn't share it ahead of time. So again, it could be a, a Hail Mary chance if they do, but I said that all last year, a Hail Mary chance for Biden to win. Well, he, in my opinion, stole it and won. He, he, he's that, that, that's, that's where it's at. But this is what they're trying to do in order to get the American people on their side for impeaching not even a sitting president any longer, which is on its very, very basis is unconstitutional. The whole point is to get a president out of office or get an elected official out of office. He's not even holding the office any longer. Or is he? That was a brand new thought. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. I'm not going to go down that rabbit trail. I just know he hasn't conceded. Biden's been sworn in. So on surface face value, President Donald Trump is no longer the president of the United States. Therefore, impeachment should not even have a role to play for anything. He's now a citizen of the United States of America like the rest of us. Uh, but that's what they're trying to do. That's what they want to do. So here is a little bit different take. This is Tim Scott, uh, another uh uh, in, an individual, a politician that I do support, that we can trust, that I believe we need more uh, individuals in office like Tim Scott. This is his take on what took place. And he was there uh, at the Capitol. This is his what he has to share about what he did in preparation for the potential for anybody knocking on his door. But again, this is also his take on uh, whether or not Donald Trump should be held accountable for the insurrectionists that did breach the Capitol uh, or that were let in, depending on which video you've, you've seen. Sure looks like the Capitol Police opened the door and let a lot of them in. If you've seen those videos, if they haven't been scrubbed, here's what Tim Scott had to say. You voted in favor of Rand Paul's motion that this coming trial is unconstitutional. Does that mean that you will not vote to convict the president? Well, John, the president's simply not guilty, so that's why I am in the position that I'm in. But let me say this first, John. 
I was in the chamber when the rioters were coming over. I was taking my jacket off, my tie off, rolling my sleeves up just in case I had to fight. The chances of me understanding and appreciating the severity of the situation is 100%. The one person I don't blame for that situation is President Trump. I don't blame the non-violent protesters outside. I blame the individuals coming in the chamber, coming in the building. And so the Democrats should put the blame where it stands, where it should be, and it does not, does not have to do with the president who said go peacefully to protest. He said it, go peacefully to protest. Why, shouldn't that be common sense? I mean, please, at least share this video. If you're on Facebook, Twitter, share the link if you're on YouTube. I appreciate all of you. Please, I'll make sure I get just this clip too. Shouldn't that make sense for any American to understand that you don't lay the blame at the feet of a man that said go peacefully and protest? We've Especially after 2020, where we've heard the mainstream media nonstop, these are peaceful protests as there's buildings burning in the background. Peaceful protests. Keep it peaceful. Uh, th- these these are peaceful protests as people are being shot. People are being murdered. Buildings are being set fire to with people still inside. Yet they're peaceful protests. So now the president actually says, go peacefully and protest. And some individuals, again, I don't think they were Trump supporters. Some of them have been outed. John Sullivan has been outed that he was not a Trump supporter. He was an insurrectionist. Absolutely a BLM protester. Individuals like that, I believe, stormed the Capitol. They they breached it. They went in. They did their stuff. Uh, but they're laying it at the, at the feet of Donald Trump. It's absolute garbage. It's nonsense. They are trying to do their very damnedest to erase any possible inkling of support from individuals like us that support President Donald Trump. He's still a president in my book. He's my president. Now I'm going to be the one wearing the shirt with a Joe Biden picture. Says, not my president. <laughs> I should get that shirt made. Would you wear it? Let me know if you would. I got to do a quick word, friends, for my good friend, Mike Lindell. If you did not get to see uh, his movie, his two-hour documentary, where he brought together, his book's amazing if you haven't read it yet, and the story behind this picture, that picture was taken by his dealer, that was cutting him off from crack cocaine. Obviously, we know uh, how good Mike looks right now. There's my good friend. But uh, I love his new code, four more years, because whether it's in a month, two weeks, three months, a year, or four years, whatever it is, we need four more years of President Donald Trump. But we also need to be aware of the election fraud that he talks about in his video with all of the experts in the field trying to expose the massive PSYOP and warfare, cyber warfare that went on this last election to make sure it doesn't happen again. But we need four more years of President Donald Trump. If you agree and you want to support my show and support Mike Lindell, go to MyPillow.com. Find something there that you'll love. we got his mattress topper. I love it. We've got his sheets, his pillows. Uh, we got his dog beds. Find something there or get some gifts and use the code four more years when you do. So MyPillow.com for the best discounts. Use the code four more years. Spell it out or use the four. It doesn't matter. All right. So let's get back over to this. So they want to impeach the president. Really what they're trying to do, what they're saying is they're willing to shred the Constitution in order to get it done. This right here, House Democrats threatened to trash the Constitution in order to convict Donald Trump. That's exactly what they'd have to do. Constitutional law professor Jonathan Turley argued that the House planning on using the fact that Trump refused to testify for them can be used against him in his impeachment trial. 
It's absolutely unconstitutional, friends. It's unconstitutional. Uh, Turley is saying that it's unconstitutional for somebody that is being uh, investigated, for somebody that's being charged to not speak at his own. No, it's not unconstitutional. You have the right to speak or not to speak. Let your attorneys do the job for you. That's what you hire them for. That's what you pay them for. But no, he wants to say it's unconstitutional. Again, they'll throw that around hoping you don't understand what it means and hope that you just say, well, okay, they're saying it's unconstitutional. So the president, I guess he's got something to hide. No, that's not how it goes. That's not the truth. But that's what these people will make you believe. President Trump, or excuse me, Turley said presidents have historically not testified at impeachment trials. One reason is that until now, only sitting presidents have been impeached and presidents balked at the prospect of being examined as the head of the executive branch by, le- by the legislative branch. Moreover, it was likely viewed as undignified and frankly too risky. Indeed, most defense attorneys routinely discourage their clients from testifying in actual criminal cases because the risks outweigh the benefits. Finally, Trump is arguing that this trial is unconstitutional and thus uh, he would have even less likely to depart from tradition and appear as a witness. Friends, I don't think we're going to see Donald Trump as a witness. I think that we're going to see this thing squashed. I, they don't, I don't think they have the numbers to go through. Uh, it, it's just sham. It's just one more extension of, really it's this, it's one more extension of what they want us, the American people, to focus on. Instead of focusing on jobs, which jobs numbers were amazing under Donald Trump. Did you see the clip? I don't have it here. I can show you tomorrow where Biden is actually talking about the jobs report numbers. And he's like, well, these aren't very good. (laughs) No kidding. You just killed thousands of jobs with your 40 plus executive orders that you rendered in the first week. And now you want to know or you want to say the jobs report's not very good. It's going to take 10 years. What's next? You need a 10 year term to do it. No, the jobs report numbers aren't very good because we took the one person out of office. Well, they did. The left did. That actually knows how to create jobs. That's been creating jobs and building businesses for decades. So no, the jobs report numbers aren't very good, but they don't want us to focus on any of those things. They just want us to focus on the president must need to be impeached. They're going after him again. I sit back and I think about the audience of people that are watching MSNBC, that are watching CNN that are watching ABC, that are watching even Fox, depending on who you're watching on Fox, and they're going, man, they're trying to impeach Donald Trump again. He must deserve it this time. (laughs) I mean, is that what their people are thinking? Do you have friends and family that are thinking that? You probably know. You hear it. You hear it from your friends and family. Man, Trump must have did it this time. They're just really out to get him. He must have really finally crossed the line, and they're trying to take him out. He's already out of office. They don't want to ever be able to run again. They want to smear his name and they want to try to create fear in the hearts and minds of us that still believe in what Donald Trump was trying to do for our country, which was putting Americans first. Here we've got Joe Biden. Who's Joe Biden putting first? I've got two clips from Joe Biden. You tell me who he's putting first. To other nations to open wide their doors as well. So to. Yeah, other nations. Yeah, that will he said it himself very, very clearly. I'll go ahead and start that over. Let you listen to his full uh, expounding on who he, I believe he's trying to put first. To other nations to open wide their doors as well. So today, I'm approving an executive order to begin the hard work of restoring our refugee admissions program to help meet the unprecedented global need. It's going to take time to rebuild. 
what has been so badly damaged. But that's precisely what we're going to do. This executive order will position us to be able to raise the refugee admissions back up to 125,000 persons for the first full fiscal year of the Biden-Harris administration. So jobs for Americans, poor jobs report numbers, pipeline workers out of work, uh, more, more, it could be 10,000. Some of the projections say of, of uh, oil and gas workers could be out of work. Uh, but Joe Biden wants to increase how many refugees we take in. We need to just take in more. Let them compete in the job market as well. Add them to our unemployment numbers because that's just going to be more that we've got to create these new green jobs while they continue siphoning money from companies, from corporations, from Americans, from anybody that stands in their way. Pretty much what their MO is. So, no, I don't think 80 million people voted for this guy. And I've got the Super Bowl booing him in just a minute. But let's go back to Biden for one more uh, one more video. And ask yourself, when you watch, ask yourself, is this why he was in his basement? And do you really honestly think, do you really believe that 80 million people voted for this? So folks making $300,000 don't get any windfall. But if you're a two, if you're two, uh, uh, if you're a family that's a two uh, wage earner, each of the parents, one making 30 grand, one making 40 or 50, maybe that's a little more than, well, yeah, they need the money. Well, yeah, let's just sum it all. Yeah, well, I don't know what I was trying to say, but yeah, they need the money. So forget about what we're trying to do over here and forget about the people that aren't getting this over there. Forget about all the jobs. We're just going to talk about giving out money, even though I don't know what I'm talking about. Pretty much what we get from this guy. No, I don't think 80 million people voted for him. Uh, and the uh, the booing, I'll show you in a second, I think, I think speaks volumes to that. But could it be, could this be why as well? I've got this this video footage of, uh, the perimeter that's now surrounding the White House, the perimeter that is now surrounding the White House that I'm hearing isn't going to go anywhere anytime soon. What kind of government has to set up a perimeter with Bob barbed wire around the top of the fencing to keep people out? What kind of a government has to do that if 80 million people supported the, the administration and supported the people that are in the White House? What kind of country would have to do that? What kind of government would have to do that? I think it's because they are really nervous of the truth getting out of Americans waking up, of people saying, you know what? I don't know what we got to do. We're still not the worst conservatives. We'll sit in our houses with our Second Amendment rights. We're ready. Don't come try to come take them. You know what I'm talking about. But we're not going to go storm the White House yet. That's uh, not what they want the American people to believe. I think this is also just a prop to try to show how fearful they are of all these Trump insurrectionists that stormed the Capitol. Forget about the riots of 2020. This is what they're doing now. I'll go full screen. Unbelievable. The barbed wiring at the top of the fence completely surrounding doesn't look like it's going anywhere anytime soon, friends. What are these? What does that video remind you of? What countries have had to completely surround 
their politicians, their leaders with fencing and barbed wire because they were potentially afraid of their citizens. I can tell you, uh, I can tell you what I'm sure they're afraid of. Those Second Amendment loving individuals that are out there that are just getting up more upset by the minute. Again, I am never condoning violence, inciting violence, none of that. We don't need to storm anything. I think it's ops. I think it's political ops. Uh, they want the American people to, to think that these politicians are so afraid of us that have supported Donald Trump for president that they need fences. They need they need fences with barbed wire. And really on the reverse side of it, now I guess they're admitting walls work. <laughs> We're going to open the borders. But for us, these us elites here that know how to how to raise you, know how to feed you, know how to take care of you better than you know how to do yourself. We're going to put these walls up with barbed wire to really just make sure that we're safe. But for the rest of the country, yeah, we don't need any walls. Stop the border, stop the border construction. We don't need any walls. Time to end it all. Let's get over here to Joe Biden, Biden uh, and his wife, doctor of uh She's no medical doctor. She's a doctor, doctorate in some kind of education class that I think she took online. Go research it for yourself. But they want to continue to call her Dr. Jill. Actually, she admitted, I believe, I'm pretty sure I saw the article, she admitted she wanted something prestigious before her name. It was all for optics, Dr. Jill Biden. Yeah, that's yeah, that, 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 that shows you why uh, Whoopi Goldberg on The View said she should become the, new, the next Surgeon General. <laughs> Here's Joe Biden yeah, and his wife getting booed. Listen to the background. You'll hear boos. You don't hear cheers. This was yesterday. And now a special message from the president and first lady of the United States. Super Bowl Sunday. Before kickoff, we wanted to thank all the frontline healthcare heroes, both at the game and watching across the country. You put yourself at risk to keep the rest of us safe. You and your families carried us through this year with courage, compassion, and kindness. You hear those booze back there? Without you. With all our hearts, thank you. As we thank you and all of our essential workers, let's remember 40,000 Americans get to the end here. This pandemic and for their loved ones are left behind. Those aren't cheers, friends. Those are not cheers. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We still got to be thankful we live in the greatest country in the history of the world. And I still got to tell you, I believe it is not over. I don't know. That's me personally. I don't know what that means or what it looks like. I have no clue. I just know that there's a whole lot of exposure that's going to come out. There's a whole lot of corruption that's going to be exposed. And for those of you that are not individuals of faith, well, it may be time for you to start praying. The rest of us are praying for that exposure and for uh, rights to be wrong, for wrongs to be righted, and for justice to literally take its rightful place in our country again. That's what we all need. That's what we all want. That's what we all hope for. So one more, one more right here. Uh, as I, you know, and I love to try. I travel all the time. I'm speaking all over the country. I'm traveling. I rarely wear a mask. Uh, unless I'm getting on the plane because they've already banned me on American Airlines. United is stopping me now, asking me if I'm going to wear a mask. Even when I've got one on and I'm standing at the gate, they won't let me check in until they get a verbal commitment that I'll wear a mask the whole flight, even though I've never been warned on United. 
Yeah, they're, they're coming after us. Well, now with this new executive order that's coming down from dictator Biden, uh, they, they feel like they have to enforce it even more so with $1,500 fine and potential, uh, uh, potential criminal penalties. You can get time in jail. I don't know what they're what they're planning to do here, uh, but you got to check this out, and then uh, and then you got to see this video from Fauci. Travelers now find up to fifteen hundred dollars and possible criminal penalties for non-compliance with the dear leader's mask mandate. Unstinking believable. During the furor, or is it furor, of President Joe Biden's executive orders that his handlers kept throwing in front of him to sign, one of those orders mandated masks be worn on planes, trains, and buses. Yeah, it sounds like a movie title I heard once, but enforcement of the new policy that never uh, saw the inside of a chamber of Congress went into effect this past week. If you're not complying, you can literally be charged. Did we vote for this? Did any America, did I miss it? Did we have an opportunity to vote on whether or not it should be mandatory for everybody if you're on a plane, train, or bus in an airport to have to have a mask on or you're fined? or pay, face criminal penalties? Did anybody vote for this? The answer is no, we didn't vote for it. Do they care? Does the Biden administration care? Absolutely stinking not. They do not care. They want to continue to wield their power as much of it as they can and that we will give them. I've had a lot of friends say, I'm just not traveling anymore. Uh, well, I, I think we're done giving up our freedoms. We don't want to do that any longer. Uh, this right here is a message from Fauci on uh, masks. Do they work? How many should you wear? Which Who should we listen to? We should all listen to Fauci, right? Well, here's Fauci in his own words on masks. We should not be walking. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. When you're in the middle of an outbreak, wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better, and it might even block a, a droplet, but it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. Folks uh, are hearing now about double masking, wearing two masks or trying to get one of those N95 medical grade masks. Do you believe that that's advisable and makes a difference? You know, it, it, it likely does because, I mean, this is a physical covering to prevent uh, uh, droplets and virus to get in. So if you have a physical covering with one layer, you put another layer on, it just makes common sense that it likely would be more effective. And that's the reason why you see people either double masking or doing a version of an N95. No, it's not even a version of the N95. You can't double or triple a mask and have better effectiveness. It just doesn't work that way. Here's the other issue that I have with masks. If you talk to any doctor, any surgeon that understands the the, the reason behind and the, and the effectiveness of a mask, they'll tell you as soon as you touch the mask with your, if you touch it with your hands, don't you understand they scrub up really good? They wash really good? They don't touch their mask after that. How many people do you see walking around touching their mask, pulling their mask down? Well, guess what? Your hands are more likely to touch something that's got the virus on it. And as soon as you touch the mask, now guess what? Now it's on your mask and you're sitting there breathing it nonstop. Whether you got two or three on there, it's it's pointless. So which is it, Dr. Fauci? Which, which you should we listen to? Because it seems like you got two heads or two minds or two different directions of thought here that you're supposed to be the expert on giving the American people when it comes to these masks. And now we're looking at being fined if we don't have them on. Uh, which one is it? Well, for me, I'm going to continue to do what I do and you do what you do. Now, finally, we've got the left's plan for 
for impeachment exposed in emails that have been leaked uh, by the individuals that are actually the real insurrectionists. This is what they want to do to make sure that there's not a failed impeachment of President Donald J. Trump. Emails expose the left's insurrectionist lifestyle, shut down D.C. and others at war with senators over impeachment. Oh, yeah. They want to make sure that every senator understands what's at stake and they're willing to do whatever they can and they feel like they must do to make to make fear be the reason why they vote for impeachment. The left is on a power drunk binge lately giddy with the ultimate political power they currently have. They are perfectly fine with Americans seeing how their decades long insurrection makes machinery works. Organized and well-funded groups speak openly about harassing U.S. senators uh, in their homes. In contrast, their political opponents who support President Donald Trump face cancel culture, legal drama, and persecution in the national media for a one-day event that they may not have even attended. Finally, we have an art building open studio today. This was leaked on a Zoom from 4 to 6. If you're making a banner, have questions, want to brainstorm, or just like having a company, you want to call in and see what's going on. And then what are they talking about? This Emmer Effer needs to be convicted. Yeah, they don't just want him out of office. Now they want him convicted in solidarity. Alex and the SDDC art team shut down DC wrote in an email to me, this person leaked a group who is targeting the neighborhoods and homes of us senators. They believe will not vote to convict Trump. Full email is there at djhjmedia.com. Here is uh, Josh Hawley speaking to exactly what these leftists want to do and are willing to do. Yeah, now we've got uh, big tech and the big corporations, Sean, in league with the left. And what they're basically saying is, listen, if you don't hold the right opinions, then you're not going to be able to be on social media. You're not going to be able to, to get a job, maybe. You're not going to be able to, to communicate. If you, if you have a small business, you're going to get boycotted. It is an unbelievable attempt by big business, big tech, and the left to try to censor all dissent, to try to shut down all opposition, to try to silence half of America. And while the Democrats talk about unity in Washington, they don't want unity. What they want is total control. And these big corporations are, are right there with them trying to achieve it. And, Sean, we've got to stand up and say we will not bow down to the mob. We all must have that sentiment. We will not bow down to the mob. We will not just take this propaganda and be silent. We won't be cowered into, forced into cowering. Uh, to our beliefs. Again, I didn't support Donald Trump because he was Donald J. Trump. I supported him because of the policies that he supported. He was pro-life, our most pro-life president in history in my lifetime, for sure. The first president to attend a, uh, the, the pro-life march, the uh, the movement uh, for, for life, uh, the pro-life rally. He's the first president to attend one. He was very openly pro-life. He was pro-Israel, and he was pro-America, pro-America jobs, pro-America security, pro that's pro-you and I, friends, while you got Nadler that's refusing to recite the Pledge of Allegiance and saying it's unnecessary. You've got big tech, big corporations. NFL, I heard, is going to spend $250 million to support some BLM movement. We've got the we've got the uh, the separating right now. If you're paying attention, and I'm always trying to look with my spiritual eyes, if you're paying attention, we have the separation right now, making it very clear for us to see who we should support, and, and vote for in terms of money, where we shop, who we spend our money with, who we give it to. We are very, we can, we, we have the opportunity right now, like never before to see where we should be giving our money and who we should be supporting. 
Uh, and at the same time, you get to see the left's narrative and what they're willing to do, who they're willing to cancel, what companies are willing to cancel people, uh, what platforms, what corporations, who they're spending their money, where they're giving it. All this stuff is information that we should be very diligent about making sure that we keep record of, keep track of. And if you see a company, it's like, I'm going to tell you, well, I'll tell you after it's done. There's a company that I've got some holdings with that I'm yanking all of it out because of their uh, absolutely unconstitutional uh, connection with what, what they've done. I'll get into that after it's done. I don't want to leak it uh, beforehand, but because the, yeah, just, you understand what I'm talking about. So we all got to make sure that we are paying attention to how we're voting with our dollars, who we're giving our money to, who are do who we're doing business with, and pay attention as well, friends, to what's happening and the exposure that's coming. Pray for exposure. Pray that the corruption is exposed, and uh, and then pray that sooner rather than later we get four more years. That code at mypillow.com. We get four more years of Donald J. Trump, and we get it quick. God bless you all. Thank you so much. Get to mypillow.com. Use that code four more years. We believe we're going to get it with this president, with our past president, my president. He's still my president. That's how I, that's how I believe things. But God bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'll be back tomorrow, and I've got some amazing interviews lined up. Uh, Andrew Torba, the CEO and founder of Gab. I am on Gab. You can find me there, David Harris Jr. on Gab. Uh, I'm going to be interviewing him. I'm interviewing Terrence Williams. I'm interviewing an individual that was a Border Patrol agent under the Obama era and partially under Trump as well. He's going to tell you what's happening at the border. These are all uh, podcasts and shows that you don't want to miss. And if you haven't already, subscribe to my podcast uh, and make sure you text my name, David, to 53445. God bless you. Have a great rest of your night. We'll be back tomorrow for TGIT. Got to thank God for every day that we're given. Bye-bye. My name is David J. Harris, Jr. Join me and millions of Americans around the country as we embrace liberty and freedom. This is the David J. Harris, Jr. Show.